0: Number 26 of this current 2022 season. Dick Palmer, along with uh, I think Chip Walters, is going to be in shortly, uh, filling in for my normal broadcast partner, John Callow, who should be back next week. But we're happy to be here and bring you game two of this three game Conference USA series between the Blue Raiders of Middle Tennessee and the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky. The Raiders were Winners yesterday in the opening game last night uh, of the series, 10 to 2. They got off to a good start with uh, two runs early in the game on a two run homer by Jackson Galloway. Hit two home runs in the third inning, as uh, well, actually, Galloway was a home run came in the third. It was Bryson Thomas with a two run homer in the second inning, and then Nathan Sanders kind of topped it off with a three run blast. In the second inning and after the dust cleared three innings in the books the Raiders led seven to nothing went on to win the game by a score of ten to two Zach Keenan started and threw seven scoreless innings for the Raiders allowing only five hits did not walk a batter and struck out five in picking up his third win of the season but today is a new day and we'll start from scratch as Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky meet in game two the raiders coming in now 12 and 13 on the season four and three in conference usa they would like to of course even that season record and get back to 500 on the season but more importantly they would like to pick up a conference win and stay above the 500 mark in conference usa western kentucky been on a bit of a tailspin they've lost eight straight they are 9-16 and 16 on the year, and 1-6 and in conference play. They won their first conference game of the season against Charlotte, and since then have dropped six in a row. The Raiders lost two out of three to Old Dominion, but came back last weekend to take two out of three from UAB, and now one up in the series against Western Kentucky. So the pitching matchups today, Eric Swan, sophomore, hard-throwing right-hander, will be on the mound for the Raiders. He has a record of one and three. And for Western Kentucky, it will be a veteran pitcher, Devin Turbrack. Turbrack is three and one. And he had a win over Middle Tennessee in the series last year in Bowling Green. So it'll be Turbrack for the Hilltoppers and Eric Swan for the Blue Raiders. Game time scheduled for three o'clock and we should be uh, just about close to that as uh, the Raiders and the Hilltoppers have finished their uh, infield practice, their batting practice, the field has been manicured. It's ready to go. We're gonna take our first break. And when we return, I'm going to be talking with Blue Raider outfielder Nathan Sanders, who had quite a day yesterday for the Blue Raiders. That's coming up right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
1: The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post.
4: Hey Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. i put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more.
5: Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what will make it sound even better. Oh, yeah. It's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Ah.
7: The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Welcome back into our
0: countdown to first pitch. Blue Raider outfielder Nathan Sanders is visiting with us before the game. Well, you had yourself a day yesterday.
8: Yes, sir. It just one of those days, one of those days when you're on feeling good, everything's feeling good. Keenan threw a great game, made it really easy for us, a uh, free swing, so. Looking forward to it. We're going to have another good day here, beautiful day at the park. I'll, uh, hope to see everybody here.
0: Well, you, you didn't have any wind to help that home run you hit yesterday. That You, you got into it pretty good.
8: Yes, sir. Uh, we had three really hard hit balls, actually a lot of hard hit balls. We had, I think, 14 hits. So really good day for us today. The wind's actually blowing out today, so look forward to hitting some more like that.
0: <laughs> you enjoy playing here close to your
8: hometown? Oh, love it. This was actually my dream school. I always said I'd end up here. I hope to end up here and made it happen.
0: Okay, well, not only did you uh, hit one out yesterday,
8: you took one away. And tell me about that catch in center field. Uh, <laughs> so it, was, it surprised me, honestly. I went up, kind of lost it, and ran back, and the wind kind of killed it and it made it fall and it jumped up, and it was in my glove. <laughs> so... It was kind of little luck, but we practiced those in BP for fun. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, now the team is
0: over 500 in the conference right now, and that's where we want to, that's where we want to stay, and and finish up that way. Uh, but we still got some work to do. Uh, Western Kentucky, they're a young team, but uh, you know they're hungry.
8: Oh yeah, you can tell they're a good ball club. I think if we keep playing all three phases of the game. Like we are, will be right where we want to be. Yeah.
0: So, I assume that you've uh, enjoyed your career here. You had kind of an off year last year with the bat, but you've come back strong.
8: Yes, sir. That's what, that's what it's all about. You know, baseball is a game of failure. You got, you got to work on your craft, and it's something. Off season, you got to put a, if the results. You got to put the time in. So paid off so far
9: appreciate
0: you visiting with us best of luck
8: today thank you
0: that is nathan sanders blue raider outfielder had a home run drove in five runs yesterday and took a home run away from western kentucky had quite a day yesterday the young man from smyrna tennessee let's take a look at the starting lineups i'm going to give you western starting lineup first uh, and then we'll come back for the raiders Presented by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit one of their 27 Middle Tennessee locations, including four in Murfreesboro. For the Hilltoppers who come in at 9-16, they're one and 1-6 and in the conference. Head coach John Pulowski in his seventh year. 124 and 165 at Western Kentucky. Uh, overall, 629 and 483 in his career, including a tremendous uh, career at College of Charleston. Western Kentucky will start Tristan Garcia at second base. He'll be in the leadoff spot. Ty Bodicic will be the designated hitter and bat second. Aiden Gilroy at third base will hit third. Andrew Delaney. The right fielder will be in the cleanup spot today. Brian McAuliffe plays first base and bats fifth. Ricardo Leonette will do the catching and hit uh, sixth. Brett Blomquist, who played third base yesterday, will be in left field and bats seventh. The center fielder is Ty Crittenberger. He'll hit eighth. And batting in the number nine spot is uh, freshman shortstop Brody McKay. On the mound will be left-hander Delvin Turbrak. Turbrak coming in at 3-1 and one with a 7.36 earned run average. Tell you a little bit more about him. Right now we're going to take our final break. We'll be back with the Blue Raider lineup and first pitch. That will be coming up next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
11: The
7: Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Raiders have taken the field and we'll run over the defensive
0: lineup in just a moment. Right now, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball.
7: The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports, News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here.
0: Dick Palmer with you, been joined in the uh, booth by Chip Walters. And Chip, the uh, you, you must have brought the sunshine with you because it just popped out a few minutes ago.
6: Well, that was the plan today, Dick, and uh, glad that worked out. And, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those days where there were some clouds that went through earlier, and it looks like it's going to be clear the rest of the day, and hopefully uh, this one gets done about the time the sun sets today. Eric
0: Swan, sophomore right-hander, on the mound for the Blue Raiders, one and three with a 7.62, 28 and the third innings. He's given up 35 hits and 24 earned runs. Opponents hitting 289. Making his ninth appearance and seventh start of the season. And the first pitch of the ball game goes outside for ball one to Tristan Garcia, second baseman for the Hilltoppers. He'll be followed by Badasich and Gilroy. Ball two is outside. Swan quickly falls behind. Raiders have Brett Coker at third, Fausto Lopez at short, JT Mabry at second, Caleb Williams at first base with Mason Spears behind the plate and Spears hauls in strike one. And it's two balls and a strike to the left-handed hitting second baseman for the Hilltoppers, Tristan Garcia. Next pitch, sky to left field, Jackson Galloway playing out there, moving over toward the line, he'll make the catch. For out number one, and we are off and running here for Blue Raider Baseball. 60 degrees at game time. Skies are partly cloudy but clearing and wind out of the west-southwest at 8 miles an hour. The batter is Bodisich, the designated hitter. He was the starting catcher yesterday for the Hilltoppers. And Swan's first pitch is a swinging strike, nothing in one. Eric Swan can get it up there. He's can top out 95 to 99 miles
6: an hour, misses inside. Well, and he's a big, tall, lanky guy. So, you know, when he lets go of that baseball, it's even closer, and then it's at as you said, 95 to 99, you have to make a very quick decision.
0: Pitch is just a bit high. He's behind in the count to Batisic. Batisic. Two balls and a strike. 345 batting average for this left-handed hitter, and he's a freshman. Takes a strike on the outside corner. Two and two. Swan's best pitch is his fastball, although also throws a slider and a changeup. The 2-2 pitch misses high, and the count is full to Vodisic. Eight homers, 27 RBIs for this freshman, leads his team in both of those categories. Pitch to the plate is swung on, fouled out of play. I don't think we ever gave you the outfield alignment. Uh, Galloway, who made the catch on the fly ball for the first out in left field. Nathan Sanders, who was our guest on the pregame show, in center field. And Brian Dillingham is in right field. Full count to Badasic. And Swan's pitch on the way. Swung on, bounced slowly toward the first base side. Picked up there by Caleb Williams. He'll make the put out unassisted for out number two. That was a very
6: slow roller. It was, and I was waiting for a little English to kick it in foul territory, but it, that never came. State fair all the way. Eric Swan, 6'6,
0: 240 pounds, out of Oakland High School in this city. And uh, early established himself as one of the weekend starters for the Blue Raiders. Swan. With the first pitch now to Gilroy, takes it outside for ball one. He's missed on the first pitch to all three batters, but he's gotten the first two out. So it's not how you start, it's how you finish. That's correct. The pitch. swinging a foul down to third base side. One and one. Western's got their red jerseys on today with uh, white numerals, and you can actually read the numbers today. Yesterday Ah. they had the black jerseys on with red numerals, and they were kind of hard to pick up. Raiders got the blue tops on today, white pants, and and has uh, the uh, military caps, camouflage caps on. One ball, one strike, and a bouncing foul over by the Blue Raider dugout, and the count will go to one and two. I'm going to give these to you in case we need to use them that's the backup
6: binoculars. Ooh, the backup binoculars, we'll have to see how well they work. But uh, today uh, they're wearing the camouflage hats today. It's uh, what they call service Saturdays. And uh, a member of the faculty uh, threw out the first pitch who had military service. There's a swing and a miss. Strike three and the inning is over. Swan
0: takes care of the Hilltoppers in one, two, three order nothing across and we'll go to the bottom of the first inning western kentucky nothing and middle tennessee coming to bat on the blue raider network from learfield
13: hey blue raider fans this is tim page with exit realty bob lamb and associates are you on the fence about selling your home feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home well it's time to get moving for professional personal real estate services give me a call today and put me to work for you 615 896-5656 or you can reach me at exitmurfreesboro.com Let's go blue and I'll see you at the game.
7: The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the bottom of the first inning
0: and In a scoreless game on the mound for Western Kentucky is Devin Terbrack. He's a junior left-hander, three and one with a 736 earned run average, 33 innings pitched. He's given up 41 hits, 27 earned runs and opponents hitting 306 against him. Only seven walks and has struck out 23, making his seventh start of the season. Starting pitcher in game two of the series last year in Bowling Green and went uh, over seven innings and picked up uh, the win. Actually went six and two thirds, gave up four runs, eight hits, but he was the winning pitcher in a five to four Western Kentucky decision. Fausto Lopez leads it off for the Raiders. who will be followed by JT Mabry, Mason Spears, Jackson Galloway hits fourth, Bryson Thomas fifth, Caleb Williams number six in the order, Brett Coker seventh, Nathan Sanders eighth, Brian Dillingham ninth, as Lopez takes a strike called and it's nothing and one
6: to the Raider shortstop. Well, the Raider coaches on the bases, Jordan Getzelman down at third, found himself some shadow down there and Forrest Arnold at first. Swing and a miss. Lopez, the count goes to
0: 0 and 2. Fausto hitting 3-0-1. Five home runs, 11 runs batted in. As the left-hander delivers and a swing and a miss. Struck him out. Three pitches. Turbreck is not going to throw 100 miles an hour, but he... Has a good enough fastball and likes to throw a lot of uh, off-speed pitches. Change-ups, curves, keeping the batters off balance. And he certainly did that with Lopez. Struck him out on three pitches as JT Mabry will step into the box. We're in the bottom of the first inning. Game two of a three-game series. Left-hander's pitch just missed for ball one. Third game of the series scheduled for 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. There's a ball lined foul down the right field side and going to carry him off the fence and roll into fair territory. The count will go to 1-1 one and one on JT Mabry, a junior. JT out of Chesterfield, Missouri. Pitch misses for ball 2 and it's 2-1. and one. Pitcher Turbrek is from Perryville, Missouri. So we've got uh, a couple from the Show Me State facing each other. And Mabry gets the best of uh, Turbreck on this one as he lines one into right field for a base hit. First hit of the ball game. Belongs to the Raiders J.T. Mabry. He's at first base with one out and the batter is Mason Spears. Had a good game yesterday. Had a couple of hits and upped his batting average to 382. They put the shift on against Spears. They move uh, three infielders to the left of second base. Got a lot of hitting room on the right side. The pitch. Spears swings and misses. Strike one. 84 miles an hour on that delivery from Turbreck. Second baseman Garcia is on the third base side of second base, 10 or 12 feet.
6: Shortstop's deep in the hole, and a swing and a miss, strike two. Did I see where uh, in the big leagues they are now legislating uh, the uh, shift out of the game starting next year? I think they are working on that. They keep tinkering with things.
0: Swinging a ground ball to short. Over to second for one, and the throw to first is in time as the throw pulled the first baseman off the bag. McAuliffe made a nice swipe tag on Spears coming down the line, and that is a 6-4-3 double play to take the Raiders out of the first inning. So we have one inning in the books, no runs for the Raiders, one hit, and nobody left on base. We've completed one inning, no score, on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
12: News
7: Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We go to the second inning in a scoreless
0: ball game. Eric Swan retired the side in order in the first inning. This is April the 2nd. And we got some Blue Raider birthdays today, Chip. Uh, Jalen Gregory from the women's basketball team celebrates a birthday. or 19th, I think. Elliot Curtis, former Blue Raider baseball player. Lee Fowler is celebrating a birthday today, Mm -hmm. former Blue Raider athletic Mm -hmm. director. Brandon Castile, who was with us for a a good uh, while. He's now at the University of Tennessee. Tennessee. Yep. And Eric Bartlett uh, with the football
6: team. Three-time, three-time Conference USA Video Director of the Year. Eric is celebrating a birthday today. Yep. Congratulations. I think he, uh, he and Jack Benny are now the
0: same age, I think. <laughs> the batter is Andrew Delaney. Count of one strike as Swan got that first pitch past him. Second delivery is grounded foul over by the Western dugout, and it is 0 and 2.
6: I know how Lee, how old Lee Fowler is, and I'm not going to tell today.
0: So, Delaney hitting 264 right-handed batter and swings and misses this is the uh, must have foul tipped it's 0-2 now first right-handed batter that swan has faced first three were lefties and the 0-2 pitch on the way and delaney swings right through it that is back-to-back strikeouts for swan as he struck out Gilroy to end the first inning. So one out here in the second, and Brian McAuliffe is the batter. McAuliffe, a left-handed hitter, hitting 3.41, Had a base hit in yesterday's game, and he was the uh, hilltopper who was robbed of the home run by Nathan Sanders. There is a swing and a foul tip. Strike one to McAuliffe. Interesting story on this young man as he came out of Denison University, a Division III team, and now is a uh, grad transfer playing at Western Kentucky. Strike called. Nothing and two to McAuliffe. Three home runs, 11 RBIs for McAuliffe, a left-handed hitter. Swans pitch misses outside for ball one. Blue Raider infield pulled a double play yesterday. They would like to get another one right here, except there's nobody on base. Bouncing ball, pitcher's gonna handle it, and he'll just tag the runner coming down the line. That is pitcher unassisted. Four out, number two. Five in a row retired by Swan, and the batter is the catcher, Ricardo Ricardo Leonette. Leonette is a young man from Venezuela. Did not play in yesterday's game. His first pitch to him is fouled out of play. Leonette listed at 5'11", 190 out of Caracas, Venezuela. And uh, coming from Frank Phillips College. Junior College. I do not know where that is. ONE STRIKE, THE COUNT. FASTBALL MISSES LOW AND THE COUNT WILL GO TO ONE AND ONE. CROWD STILL COMING IN HERE AT Reese SMITH FIELD. UNDER SOME BRIGHT SUNSHINE. THE PITCH OUTSIDE FOR BALL TWO. TWO AND ONE. WE'RE IN THE TOP OF THE SECOND
6: INNING. NO SCORE IN THE GAME. FRANK PHILLIPS COLLEGE IS A JUNIOR COLLEGE IN BORGER. Texas so he
0: made his way from Venezuela to Texas hits one high in the air to left the park might not hold this one Galloway on the warning track leaps up and
6: that one is gone it's been all or nothing so far for western Kentucky hitters and it was all right there
0: Leonette with his first home run as a hilltopper and crosses the plate gets a lot of uh back slaps from his teammates and he has put the hilltoppers ahead, one to nothing here in the second inning that ball hit deep to left field galloway tried to pull a nathan sanders and pull it out from over the fence but it was too far first pitch from swan to bloomquist is past spears back to the backstop ball one
6: well last week and or during the week at Tennessee Tech, and then yesterday the wind would affect the baseball. Today, not that, not that case as Swan bounces one up. 2-0 oh now. He's got to come back
0: and uh, forget about that home run now and try to get this third out. Two balls, no strikes. Blobquist swings and slices one foul off the screen. They've got him in left field today. Uh, He's a freshman, started at third base yesterday, and he unloaded a uh, throw to first base that went all the way into the Raider dugout, so I think they're going to put that arm out in left field now for today's game. Swing and a foul. Count levels out at two balls and two strikes. It's the blue against the red today as the pitch comes in and hit solidly to left field, but Galloway will come in, make the catch on the run, and that will retire the side. But in the inning, one run, one hit, the home run by Lynette Nobody left, we'll go to the bottom of the second inning. Western Kentucky one, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
7: You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Go to the bottom of the second inning.
0: Western Kentucky with an early 1-0 lead on a solo home run by the catcher, Ricardo Leonette. Randy Leaf, the Western Kentucky broadcaster, coming over to remind us that was his first home run as a hilltopper. For the Raiders, it will be Galloway, Thomas, and Williams in the second inning against Devin Turbrek, the left-hander. Jackson Galloway had a two-run homer yesterday for the Raiders and looks at a strike call, nothing and one. Galloway now at 262 with three homers, 12 RBIs. And Turbrek with the pitch, swung on, fouled out of play. Count will go to 0-2. Folks, remember to uh, be sure to be with us in the fourth inning because that's the Wendy's inning. If the Blue Raiders get a hit during their half of the fourth inning, then you will win a free cheeseburger. As a line drive, base hit into left field over the shortstop's head. That's gonna roll all the way to the wall and Galloway will come into second base with a stand up double.
6: Well, he hit that one right on the screws, Dick, as it it when it got to the shortstop, it just started going up at that point and went over the shortstop's head and was just on a beeline all the way to the left field wall.
0: Still rising. That's his third double of the season. And the second hit for the Raiders off Turbreg. Here's Bryson Thomas. Bryson got us started yesterday with a two-run homer in the second inning. Well, it's the second inning now, and Bryson, we could use another one. Left-hander checks the runner. And a ball hit in the air to right-center field. Back the right fielder near the warning track, looking up into the sun, has it. The runner at second, Galloway, will tag and go to third. Good base running by... Jackson Galloway, as Thomas gave it a ride. That is out number one. Caught out
6: there by Delaney, the right fielder. That win we had earlier in the week would have helped that one right there, wouldn't it? It would have. Here's Caleb
0: Williams, Raider first baseman. 292, big right-handed hitter. And the pitch to Caleb is right in there for a call strike. Nothing and one. Williams has a couple of home runs. Runner third is Galloway with one out. Swing and a line drive. That is caught by the second baseman, Garcia. Took a hit away from
6: Williams and took a run away from the Blue Raiders. Well, you mentioned the heads-up base running on the fly ball. Well, heads-up base running right there on Galloway because he stayed within arm's length of third base just to be safe, and it's a good thing he did. Brett Coker,
0: Blue Raider third baseman, wearing the unfamiliar number 24, steps in, swings and misses, strike one. Coker normally number 13 in number 24 today. Galloway, the runner at third, with now two outs in the inning. Swing and a miss. And the count goes to 0 and 2.
6: Coker looked a little unsure on that last swing.
0: Two strikes, the count. And the lefty's pitch is up high. We'll go to one ball and two strikes. Still got folks coming in, got some folks in red from Bowling Green down the left side and a swing and a miss, strike three. Coker goes down on strikes, four out number three in the inning, no runs, a hit, and one man left. We have completed two full innings at Reese Smith Field. It is Western Kentucky 1, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
16: At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com.
14: It's just a few cocktails at happy hour.
7: There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor.
17: I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.
7: The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna.
0: We'll Go to the third inning. Western with a one to nothing lead on a solo home run by Ricardo Leonet in the second inning off eric swan swan will face krittenberger mckay and garcia here in the third krittenberger the number eight hitter in the order as he stands in from the right side and swings at that first pitch chops it foul
6: blue raider alum tony kessinger checking in today from what he Describes as a very wet and windy Melbourne, Florida. He's listening in on the Varsity app today. There is a strike called. And it is an 0-2 on
0: Crittenberger. Crittenberger is a Floridian. He is from Lighthouse Point, Florida. Swinging a ball hit to right field. Dillingham drifting back. He's got room and near the track makes the catch for out number one. One down in the third inning. I'm sure Tony probably knows where Lighthouse Point is.
6: He's got uh, one on me if he does. I would say there's about 50 of those along the coast in Florida. Maybe one has an official name. Better is Brody McKay. McKay
0: is from about as far from Lighthouse Point, Florida, as you can get. He's from Oakville, Ontario in Canada. A left-handed hitter takes the first pitch for ball one. He came in as a pinch hitter yesterday and was 0 for two. That's from the left side. Swan misses and it is 0 and it is 3 and 0 to McKay. And this pitch is outside and that's a four-pitch walk. Didn't have many of those yesterday. Raider pitchers walked three, Western pitchers walked only two in that game. Keenan pitched seven innings, didn't walk anybody. Seven shutout innings. So here is Garcia, the leadoff man, flied to left field in the first inning. Little left-handed batter with a open stance to plate the pitch, taken inside
6: for ball one. That's an incredibly open stance. His, his back foot, which is his right foot, is almost out of the box. Garcia out of uh, Mayo High School in Louisville,
0: Kentucky. And the pitch taken for a strike. I think Swan took a little off that one. One and one. Check of the runner at first, and a throw over that way. Garcia, a transfer from Alcorn State in Mississippi, where he played three years and hit 445 last year. Wow. Third in the nation. And, of course, uh, as you might imagine, he was all Southwest Athletic Conference at Alcorn, first year at Western Kentucky. One ball, two strikes now as that pitch was fouled away. Swan checks the runner at first and delivers inside for ball two. Nice stop by Mason Spears. Two and two. I think I I mentioned this once before, Chip, but uh, whoever was responsible for making the numbers bigger on the scoreboard has My heartfelt
18: thanks.
0: (laughs) Ground ball. Mabry has to wait on it. Throws to second out there. Throw to third. No throw to first. Was not going to be able to get the speedy Garcia coming down the line. But the force play will take care of McKay. Second to short for the second out. Garcia reaches on the fielder's choice. And the batter is Vodicic who bounced out to the first baseman Williams in his first at at bat. Two outs and a runner at first, and the pitch is swung on and fouled to the screen, strike one. Raiders and the Hilltoppers for the 139th time in baseball. And has this series ever been close? Here's the pitch. Foul to the screen. In the previous 138 games, Western has won 70. Middle Tennessee has won 68.
6: And the Raiders have won four straight in the series. To tighten it up. Yes. Well, it would be nice to end the weekend all tied up in, at 68 apiece or 70 apiece. Here's
0: the pitch. Swung on and fouled back to the backstop. Cout HOLDS at TWO STRIKES ON BOTISICH. AS MEMBERS OF CONFERENCE USA, THEY HAVE MET 20 TIMES, AND THE RAIDERS uh, LEADING IN THAT SERIES 13-7 IN CONFERENCE USA ONLY. AND APPARENTLY THE TWO WILL REMAIN OPPONENTS IN CONFERENCE USA. THE PITCH, OUTSIDE, ONE AND TWO. Raiders will host Memphis on Wednesday afternoon. That's a four o'clock start. And then we'll hit the road on Thursday for Marshall, Huntington, West Virginia. And who knows where we'll be playing Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Swing and a foul. In past trips there, we've played at Charleston
6: bluefield
0: somewhere up in the mountains in the fog and we played at a babe ruth park in huntington wow that was the last time we went i think one ball two strikes the count and another foul to the streets fouled off of five or six in a row now
6: well apparently this will be your final trip to marshall for baseball as a CONFERENCE SERIES. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: YOU HAVE TO get, BE GRATEFUL FOR SMALL FAVORS. <laughs> AND THE PITCH TO THE PLATE AGAIN. JUST MISSED INSIDE. SWAN TRIED TO SLIP ONE OVER THE INSIDE CORNER. Yeah, HE'S BEEN ALL AROUND IT RIGHT THERE. Outfield pretty much straight away. Center fielder a couple of steps over in the left center. That's Sanders. The pitch. Ground ball in the hole. Mabry can't get it. It is through the infield. Runners will hold it first and second. Dillingham got to it and got it back in quickly. So Bodisich fouled off pitch after pitch after pitch and finally bounced one through the infield.
6: Yeah, really good at bat for him.
1: Third baseman, 27. Second
0: hit for the Hilltoppers. And with two outs, the batter is Gilroy, strikeout victim in the first inning. Gilroy also hits from the left side. Pitches in the dirt ball one. The Western uh, coach, John Pulaski, changed up his defensive alignment, moving Gilroy from short to third and Blomquist from third to left field. Uh, Bodisich from catcher to DH. And moved them all around. Put uh, McKay in at uh, shortstop. There is a strike, one and one to Gilroy. First and second with two outs. Here in the top of the third, the pitch fouled out of play and the count will go to one and two. Western leading on a solo home run by their catcher Leonette in the second inning. That home run was the third allowed by Swan this season in uh, 30 innings. Pitches is low in the dirt, Spears can't find it. The runners will advance. It was right there at its feet, but he didn't know where it was, couldn't
6: find it in time. That'll go as a wild pitch. Yeah, it, it did not get six inches away from his feet, but he didn't know that. He thought it had gotten away behind him. So the count now will be two and two. Two
0: outs, Runners second and third. Swan comes set, and the 2-2 pitch foul to the screen.
6: Western batters are fouling off a lot of pitches. Yes, they are, and that will affect the pitch count for Eric Swan. Got to be very careful right here. Another
0: 2-2 pitch will be coming from the Raider right-hander, and it's high, ball three. You got a base open, but then you've got the cleanup hitter scheduled to uh, bat next. Bull count 3-2 and to Gilroy. He struck him out in the first inning. And the pitch is tap foul. Took a little bit off that pitch, but Gilroy got the bat on it. Might have been ball four. Batter wasn't taking any chances. So the count remains three and two. Runners second and third. The pitch. Bouncing foul. Pass first. Count holes at three and
6: two. Wow. A ton of foul balls this, this inning. And that patch of blue sky that we had a moment ago has... CONTINUED TO MOVE TO THE EAST, AND WE NOW HAVE SOME CLOUD COVER. THEY'RE LIKE FLUFFY
0: COTTON CLOUDS UP THERE. SO ANOTHER 3-2 PITCH FROM ERIC SWAN. BUT NOT RIGHT NOW AS GILROY ASKED FOR TIME AND STEPS OUT OF THE BOX. SWAN COMES SET NOW 3-2, and two, AND THAT'S BALL 4, WAY HIGH. Nowhere close to the plate. That will load the bases. Second walk in the inning. And we're going to have a visit to the mound by Blue Raider pitching coach Jerry Myers. Bases loaded and two outs with Andrew Delaney scheduled to hit. He was a strikeout victim back in the first inning. Raiders need to get out of this inning without any further damage. Trailing one to nothing. Didn't give you the umpires. Uh, J.R. Brown is calling the balls and strikes today. Travis Carlson is the first base umpire. And the home plate umpire from last night, Joseph Blumbauer, is the third base umpire. Had a nice clean game last night. No uh, really disputes with the men in blue, or black as it is. Here's Delaney, right-handed batter against the right-hander Eric Swan. And the pitch, fastball got by the catcher. Here comes the runner from third. He's going to score standing up. I didn't see that ball go in the dirt. I did not either. So we'll check and see if that's... Could be a passed
6: ball. The earlier pitch was in the dirt. Pass ball. Pass
0: ball is the call. Charged to Spears. It is now 2 to nothing Western. The next pitch is inside on a check swing. And on appeal, it is ball 2. 2-0. Two With Garcia scoring from third, the other two runners moved up a base, so now second and third, and a swing and a miss. Two balls and a strike to Delaney. So Western out to an early 2-0 lead here. We're in the top of the third inning. Swans pitch outside and a good stop by Spears.
6: Three and one. Swan has struggled with his control this inning. Kind of been all around the plate. In the dirt, off the, to the right side. And the pitch is swung on and tapped foul to
0: the screen. And we're gonna have another 3-2 count. This is on Delaney. Second and third, two outs, three balls, two strikes. Full windup, and the pitch over but low, ball four. Third walk in the inning, and that combined with a uh, with a hit and a pass ball has produced a run.
13: Five,
0: Brian And the batter is McAuliffe hit back to the mound in the first inning.
6: And with all of that that has happened, if you can get out of this inning with only one run given up, you'd have to feel pretty good about that.
0: A swing and a miss, strike one to McAuliffe. There's no doubt about that. It's been a long inning. but So far, only one run has scored and that on a pass ball. Outside for ball one, one and one to McAuliffe. the left-handed hitter. Here's the right-hander's pitch, missed outside. Ball two, two balls and a strike. Nothing going in the Blue Raider bullpen. You'd like to see your starter work at least four or five innings. And this pitch fouled out of play and the count will go to two and two. Western starter yesterday was lifted after three innings. Cates had a rough three innings and was behind seven to nothing when they took him out. Two balls, two strikes to McAuliffe. And the pitch, to the plate is swung on and missed and uh, the throwaway just step on the plate. Mason, it's <laughs> all you got to do. It's a forced play with the bases loaded and that will be the third strikeout for uh, Eric Swan and that will end the inning with only one run scoring. There was one hit and three men left on base. So we will go to the bottom of the third inning. It's Western Kentucky 2, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
12: the flagship
7: station for Blue Raider sports WGNS and we go to the bottom half of inning number three
0: Raiders trailing 2-0 to Western Kentucky Nathan Sanders will lead it off followed by Dillingham and then Fausto Lopez as we'll go back to the top of the order Devin Turbrack, the left-hander delivers and a Swing and a miss, strike one on Sanders. A three-run homer yesterday, two other runs batted in. Sanders lifted his RBI total to 21. That is best on the team. As a swing and a foul tip. And the count will be 0-2 on the Blue Raiders center fielder. Nathan, a senior from Smyrna, Tennessee. Played his junior college ball at Motlow. Pitch comes in low for a ball off-speed pitch, 1 and 2. Sanders only 3-4-17 against left-handed pitchers facing the lefty Turbrek and takes a pitch just high for ball 2, 2 and 2. 2-2 pitch inside, and that one is called a third strike on an appeal. They say he went around. The pitch was inside. It looked as if he was trying to change, uh, check his swing, but called out on strikes one. on an appeal. That is out number one. Third strikeout for Turbrack. The batter is Brian Dillingham made a right fielder and fouled off a butt attempt, hit the catcher, who uh, (laughs) goes rather slowly out to uh, meet the pitcher halfway between the mound and home plate, and that hit him in a place where you don't want to get hit.
6: One strike to count to Dillingham, waiting patiently at the plate. When those things happen behind the plate. Umpires take care of catchers, and catchers take care of umpires to delay uh, the playing of the game and give uh them time to take a deep breath. Yep, exactly.
0: So <laughs> one strike to count to Dillingham, and the pitch to Bryan hit right back up the middle. That is a base hit. So Dillingham tried to bunt his way on on the first pitch, and this time slams it right back over the mound over second base into center field well the raiders
6: have one hit in each of the first three innings now looking to just string some of those together one out runner at first base and the
0: batter is fausto lopez struck out in the first inning fausto coming into the game at 3-0-1 on the season that's from the right side runner goes mm. and hit and run swinging a foul back so dillingham will have to return to the
6: bag at first yep so coach jim toman trying to get something going pushing a few buttons here played a little hit and run there didn't work out with a foul ball one strike to count to lopez
0: turbrack the left-hander Comes set and delivers. And the pitch is high for ball one. One and one. Western leading two to nothing. We're in the bottom of the third. The pitch swung on, slammed to third, and that is going to be a foul ball. Wow. Home plate umpire made the call immediately. And that ball, I think that's a good call. It was just outside the bag at third.
6: Yep, I think you're right. And Jordan Getzelman, the Blue Raider third base coach, did not make a big deal. As a matter of fact, he pointed uh, after the fact, I think, to let the dugout know that that it was a good call. One ball, two strikes the count to Lopez.
0: Left-hander comes set. The runner leads it first. And the pitch is popped up behind the plate. Catcher coming back. But that one's going to be into the grandstand. Yes. Somebody's got a souvenir. There are
19: three youngsters for it. The they've, one, got it they've got it cornered. <laughs> one in the green shirt.
0: Picked it up. Count remains. One and two to Lopez. Turbrack will throw to first, runner back. It's three ninety-five to straightaway center here at Reese Smith Field. Three thirty down each line and three sixty-five in left and right center to the power alleys. The pitch to the plate, and Lopez has to duck out of the way. That one almost conked him on the helmet. Two and two. big scoreboard here is just above the 365 mark in right center field. The pitch and poked foul. That was ball three, but Lopez trying to stay alive, but got the tip end of the bat on it, poked it foul. Count holds at two and two. Here's the, the runner goes and a ball hit to left field and fairly deep left fielder back on the track leaps up and stayed in. It is in play off the top of the fence. A run's going to score and Lopez almost hit one out of here. That went off the top of the fence in left field about the second painted the Will Fraley
6: sign out there. Well, one former Blue Raider helping another right there as Will Fraley's sign came into play. Telegram was off and running on the pitch,
0: so he scored easily. And it's now a 2-1 to ball game with Lopez at second base. It's hit number four, and the first run off the left-hander Terbrack. Here's JT Mabry. Tying run at second now with one out here in the third inning. 2-1 to Western leading. Terbrack checks the runner at second and delivers outside. Ball one. Mabry had a base hit. Single to right field in the first inning. Second baseman Garcia trying to hold Lopez close there at second base. Well, the pitch is fouled to the screen. One and one to Mabry. Hope Mr. Callow is listening today. My uh, broadcast partners on the injured list this weekend. Expecting to return... Wednesday for the Memphis game. The 1-1 pitch. Hit to right field. Right trouble, on a trouble, run. Trouble. Trouble. Way back on the warning track. And that one's off the wall. Lopez rounding third. He is going to score and that's going to be a stand-up double for JT Mabry. That ball just kept carrying. The right fielder got a bit of a slow start going back and that one clunked off the right field wall about the Daily News Journal sign. So Lopez scores to tie this game at 2-2 and give
6: JT Mabry a double and a run batted in. Some action about to get going in the Western Kentucky bullpen. Their pitching coach coming out now to have a little conference on the mound. But back-to-back doubles will always do you good, Mr. Palmer. Yes, they will.
0: So Mabry at second base, that's his second hit in the game mason spears will be the batter coming up the fourth inning of course and that's the wendy's inning so if you are uh, tuned in on the bottom of the fourth blue raiders got a base hit you can pick up a free dave's single cheeseburger courtesy of wendy's all you got to do is text a number Get a digital uh, put coupon. It, put in the magic uh, word, and uh, they'll text you back a coupon for a free cheeseburger. And Mr. Callow actually tried that, and it worked. Well, good. We'll Hope we're giving out free cheeseburgers here in next inning. But right now, we got some work to do in the third mm-hmm. inning as Mason Spears stands in with a runner at second and just one out. And a 2-2 ball game. Turbrack with the pitch. Misses. Ooh, called a
6: strike. Looked a little bit high and outside to me. Yep. Well, no pitchers have gotten loosened up, but there's a a bullpen catcher getting loosened up down in the Western Kentucky bullpen. One strike to count
0: to Spears. Mabry leads at second base. The pitch outside, one and one. Once again, they put the shift on for Spears. Second baseman's playing a little closer to the bag here because he's trying to hold Mabry close. But three infielders basically to the left of second base. Turbrack with the pitch. And that one caught the inside corner. One ball, two strikes.
6: Off speed pitch coming in. Not sure Spears was happy with that call just by his body language, but... Now he's got one pitch to make something happen here. One and two the count. And the left-hander
0: delivers high for ball two. Jackson Galloway waiting to hit next. Raiders have come back here with two runs in the third inning to tie this game up. And a runner at second base with one out. 2-2 pitch. Swung on. Foul tipped. Count holds. 2-2. Two and two. We started this game in bright sunshine, but the cloud cover is, uh, is back. Turbreck looks in for the sign. Two and two. And the pitch to the plate is swung on, tapped foul. Third base coach Jordan Getzelman will field it, toss it over into the Western dugout. Count holds it two and two.
6: Weather looks good for obviously today and tomorrow, but uh, not liking what I'm seeing for the midweek right now. the count as
0: the pitch comes in, slammed to third, they'll hold the runner. The throw to first is perfect. And that will retire Spears for out number two. Third baseman Gilroy was playing close to the line and that ball hit right at him. He held uh, the runner at first, making sure Mabry wasn't going anywhere and then fired it across for the second out. Here's Galloway, doubled in the second inning. Jackson Galloway, is a first-year Raider out of Kansas City. The pitch, a swing and a foul back, had a good cut. Nothing in one. Western Kentucky is a young team, starting a lot of freshmen and sophomores today. Raiders are more of a veteran team. Here is the pitch inside. One ball, one strike to Galloway. I think I counted 17 first-year players on the Western roster, which is a lot of new players to come in at one time. Check of the runner at second, and the pitch misses outside. Two balls and a strike to Galloway with Bryson Thomas waiting on deck. Two runs have scored here in the inning. And the pitch is swung on, hit high to left field, but not deep enough. Left fielder Blomquist over, and he will make the catch for out number three. Galloway got under that one a little bit, flied to left. But in the inning, the Raiders pick up two runs. There were three hits and a man left. So here are the totals after three innings for Western Kentucky. Two runs, two hits, no errors. They've left three men on base. And for Middle Tennessee, two runs, five hits, no errors. They have stranded two. We are tied at 2-2 after three innings on the Blue Raider network from Learfield.
7: The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. All right, 2-2 as we go to the fourth inning. Jim
0: Walters is going to take it over here for the middle three innings. But first, let's pause. Ten seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball.
7: The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here.
6: Chip Walters, Dick Palmer with you from Reece Smith Field this afternoon on Saturday in a 2-2 game going to the fourth inning. The batter for Western Kentucky is Renardo Leonette. Leonette hit his first home run as a Hilltopper, his only other time up in the second inning. And the count from Eric Swan is one and one. Swan struggled through the third, but only gave up one run. And this here's a ball that pops out of the glove of the catcher, Mason Spears. And the count goes to two and one. One wild pitch and one pass ball for the Blue Raider battery today. Two-one count in the dirt. Three and one. Blue Raiders strung three hits together in the third to tie this game up. 3-1 3-1 delivery is low, ball four, and that will be the fourth walk given up by Eric Swan today. Leonette reaches leader, on a base on balls, and you start to see a little stirring down in the far end of the dugout, which could lead to some action in the bullpen. A leadoff walk, and now Brett Bloomquist. First pitch to him, misses for a ball. Leadoff walks are generally not a good thing. Nope. They're the opposite of back-to-back doubles. (laughs) Ground ball gets through to center field. Base hit. The runner will take a big wide turn at second, and Leonette will stand there. So a walk and a single has runners at first and second and nobody out. And for the second inning in a row, Eric Swan has gotten himself into a mess. That'll bring up Ty Crittenberger. Crittenberger, the center fielder. Fly it out to right his only other time up. Runners go the hit through to the right side it's in for a base hit runner rounds third Leonette will score and heading to third is Bloomquist perfect hit and run for Western Kentucky and they retake the lead just like that on the second hit of the inning
1: 26
6: both runners got two bases as Crittenberger singles and drives in the run
0: right-hander Jaden Ham quickly to the bullpen get ready to start his warm-ups as uh, Swan is uh, in a bit of
6: trouble here in the top of the fourth still no outs in the inning first and third and Brody McKay the shortstop at the plate first pitch to McKay is low and outside for a ball Bloomquist at third, Krittenberger at first. 1-0 delivery, fouled down the right side and bounces off the screen in front of the dugout and gets into right field but quickly thrown back in.
0: Two middle infielders double play depth. The Raiders would give up a
6: run here if they could get the double play, I think. I think you're right. Throw over to first. Nothing doing there. 3-2 Western Kentucky top of the fourth. 1-1 pitch to the right side. Again, that one gets through. Run will score. And the runner from first heads to third. There's a chance there. The throw is in time for the out. They gunned down Crittenberger, trying to get greedy and take an extra base, and that's the first out of the inning. But Boy, a re- what a great throw from Dillingham in right field! Yeah, Dillingham just gunned him down. That will be nine-five on the putout for out number one. But it's four two Western Kentucky. Time called
0: and uh, Mason Spears out to talk to his pitcher. I think they're gonna stall a little bit here and give Ham a little more time to get ready down to the bullpen because obviously uh, Eric Swan has given up a walk and three straight hits is, is not at
6: his best right now. Both teams with five hits. And all three hits in this inning have had eyes. They have found their way to the outfield. Top of the order, and Tristan Garcia. Garcia hitting 340. 13 RBIs on the year. Another better move. Not the best move, but a better move to first. And McKay dives back in. to the plate, Garcia lifts one, caught by Lopez. He'll throw back to first. Is it in time? Yes, double play. (laughs) Lopez had to jump and caught the ball at his highest point, and then the throw to first got McKay as he threw in behind him. But a Blue Raider double play there uh, saves their skins a little bit, but two runs in the inning on three hits There was nobody left on base and no Blue Raider errors. We go to the bottom of the fourth. It's now Western Kentucky 4, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
14: It's just a few cocktails at happy hour.
7: There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal.
14: It was just a few drinks. I'm good.
7: Hey, I can hold my liquor.
17: I drink and drive all the time.
7: The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna.
6: Bottom of the fourth is the Wendy's inning here at Reese Smith Field. If your Blue Raiders get a hit during this half of the fourth inning, everybody wins. A free Dave Single cheeseburger, courtesy of your local Wendy's. And let's see who can do that. Will it be Bryson Thomas, who's leading off the inning? We'll see. Raiders need some hits here to try to catch back up. Western Kentucky saw the Blue Raiders score two in the bottom of the third and then immediately answered that to go back up by two, four to two. Thomas nubs one to the right side. It's going to be a foot race. They'll underhand toss to the pitcher and they say no, he was off the bag. Well, a key scoring decision here. This could be hamburgers or not, depending on the scoring. (laughs) Caught a, <laughs> caught a break here anyway. The Raiders did. Let's see how they're going to score it. He pulled his foot. The pitcher pulled his foot. That's going to go as an
7: error.
6: you <laughs> on the pitcher. So an E1 on pulling his foot. First error of the ball game. And that will bring up Jacob Williams. Williams, the Blue Raider first baseman today with Bryson Thomas on. So the leadoff man on here in the bottom of the fourth. Chance to get this game closer or tied or even more. 1-0 delivery in for a strike at the knees on Williams. He lined a second, his only other time up. 1-1 delivery, hit high in the air to right field. Going back is Delaney, he'll make the catch about a step and a half short of the track. So one out in the inning. That'll bring up third baseman, Brett Coker. Coker looking for some success against Turbrack. Struck out his only other time up. Coker slices for the first pitch foul off to the right side over near the clubhouse. No balls and one strike. One out and a runner on here in the bottom of the fourth. Turbrack to the plate, inside for a ball. Herbrack, a left-hander, checks the runner to the plate. That's way outside, but the catcher, Ricardo Leonette, able to spring out there and make the catch. Two and one. Coker hits one high to center field. Krittenberger going back, and he'll make the catch after he moved about five six steps so two fly ball outs and that'll bring up center fielder nathan sanders and the weight of the blue raider nation on his shoulders to try to win free cheeseburgers (laughs) for everybody
0: nathan uh, unfortunately hasn't had much luck against left-handers he's three out of 18
6: for the season well time to break out of that pitches outside 1-0 on Sanders, got caught looking last time. That one's low for ball two. He's a very personable young man, talked to
0: him before the game and uh, he said, this is where he always dreamed about playing, in blue and white.
6: 2-0, grounded to first and McAuliffe will take it and that'll do it for the Raiders in inning number four for Middle Tennessee, no runs, no hits, one air, one man left. Four complete at Ree Smith Field. It's four to two Western Kentucky on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
2: Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread.
6: Blue Raiders
7: play here. News Radio WGNS.
6: We head to the fifth inning in Murfreesboro and the Blue Raiders have gone to the bullpen. Dick has the numbers on your new pitcher, Jaden Hamm. Jaden Hamm, that's uh, is one of your Columbia guys, Chip, out of Cullyoka,
0: Played at Columbia High School. Two and two, 4.62 earned run average. This is his 10th appearance that's uh, the most on the team uh, tying him with Siebert for the most appearances. Uh, He has uh, started a couple of games in and relief here has one save 25 and a third innings. He has allowed 22 hits 13 earned runs has walked 10 struck out 24 has allowed three home runs an opponent's hitting 232 against the right hander, Jaden Hamm.
6: He played at Columbia for former Blue Raider Mark Pickle. Final numbers on Eric Swan four innings pitched, five hits, four runs, three earned. Walked four, struck out three. Ty Bodisich, he's the designated hitter and the first batter that Jaden Ham will face in a 4-2 game. First pitch is a strike, the second pitch misses. It's one ball, one strike on Bodisich, who is one for two today Had a single his last time up, swings and misses here. And did not have that pitch timed correctly. One ball and two strikes. Pitch inside, two and two. Ham checks the sign, comes to the plate. That one's a bit high. And the count goes full at 3-2. and two. Payoff pitch, line drive, caught by Lopez at short. Well, Fausto has been responsible <laughs> for the last three outs. That's, that's the way uh, on two on two swings. <laughs> way the,
0: uh,
6: fourth inning ended. Yep. One away now for Aiden Gilroy. Gilroy 0 for 1 with a walk today. First pitch to him is low for a ball. One and oh. Gilroy hitting 344. Takes a strike, and it's one and one.
0: Good fastball. Ham uh, will, will top out in the low 90s. Also throws a uh, curveball and a changeup.
6: Now on an off-speed pitch, fouled away, and it's one ball and two strikes Ham ahead of the hitter The one two misses inside and it's two and two And Spears had to quickly make a move to make that catch so even up now, two balls and two strikes, and Jaden Ham facing Aiden Gilroy. And the pitch, low, ball three. Another full count on a Western Kentucky hitter. 3-2 delivery, bouncer, slow roller. Taken by Mabry, he'll throw to first, but not in time. Mabry had to go into the hole behind second and then throw back across his body. So an infield hit, and that's gonna be the sixth hit of the day for Western Kentucky hitters. That'll bring up Andrew Delaney. Delaney, the left fielder. Make it the right fielder. He's the right fielder for Western Kentucky. Hitting 260. Here's one. It's a wild pitch and bounces away. And Middle Tennessee can't get out of their own way today. That wild pitch will have Gilroy at second. That one bounced up there. Second wild pitch of the day for Blue Raider pitching. So that takes away the double play. There's another one in the dirt, but it's saved by Spears. Two balls and no strikes. Another one in the dirt and saved by Spears. It's 3-0. Last night, the Blue Raiders hit, pitched, and defended well. That has not been the case today. 3-0 delivery inside. Ball four. That would almost hit him. Yep. But what it does... It sets up a force at any base now, or a double play. First baseman baseman Brian McAuliffe to the plate. McAuliffe 0 for 2. You've got Gilroy at 2nd, Delaney at 1st, and 1 out in the 5th. Swing and abyss by McAuliffe. It's 0 and 1. Ham looks at the runner at second. Looks at him a third time. Now to the plate. There's a strike at the knees. And it's no balls and two strikes. 4-2 Western Kentucky in the top of the fifth inning. The Raiders trying to put out a fire here in the top of the fifth. Swing and a miss there and down on strikes goes McAuliffe and that is a big strikeout for Ham and the Blue Raiders. So two away now. And Ricardo Leonette. Leonette the
18: hilltopper catcher.
6: Two outs in the inning, runners at first and second. Ham throws back behind the, the runner, and JT Mabry was where he needed to be.
0: Well, I'm glad he threw it to Mabry instead of throwing it to the base. Correct.
6: Leonetta awaiting his first pitch. It's in there for a strike at the knees. Nobody holding the runner at first with a runner at second. Leonette hitting 176, but he did hit a home run in the second inning. Ground ball here to third. They'll throw to first for the out. 5 3 on the putout, and that'll do it for Western Kentucky in the fifth inning. For the Hilltoppers, they had no runs on one hit, two left, and no Blue Raider errors. We'll head on to the bottom of the fifth. Your score, Western Kentucky two, Middle Tennessee, or Western Kentucky four, Middle Tennessee two, on the Blue Raider network from Learfield.
1: The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post.
5: Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what will make it sound even better. Oh, yeah. It's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish mustard and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better a cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Ah. News
7: Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
6: Bottom to the fifth coming up here at Reese smith Field. Middle Tennessee trailing four to two. Blue Raiders will have the nine, one, and two hitters in the lineup. Still facing Devin Turbrack. Turbrack has given up two runs on five hits through four. And for Middle Tennessee, Brian Dillingham and the Blue Raider right fielder will lead things off. He singled and scored back in the third. Again, the Raiders are scheduled to be at home on Wednesday against Memphis. Did you say 5 o'clock first pitch? 4 o'clock first pitch. Turbrack to Dillingham. First ball hitting right to third. Gilroy will make a play and throw him out at first. So one pitch, one out in the bottom of the fifth inning. And a 4-2 game. Fausto Lopez. Lopez won for two today. Lopez doubled and scored in the third and he would be a good suspect to get things going here in the fifth. First pitch to him gets away from the catcher, Leonette. One ball, no strikes on the Blue Raiders shortstop. Turbrack to the plate. Lopez fouls it back and it's one and one. Raiders
0: are gonna miss uh, Western Kentucky's best pitcher In this series, Sean Bergeron is kind of on the injured list and uh, hasn't been
6: active in the last couple of weeks. Fouled away. One ball, two strikes. Middle has not announced that I know of their starter for tomorrow just yet. Neither
0: has Western.
6: One two delivery upstairs, ball two. You know, I suspect if Wigginton doesn't
0: have to come in today in relief, he might get the ball tomorrow. That's
6: that's just a guess. 2-2 pitch. Lopez swings and misses, and down he goes. Lopez down on strikes here in the fifth for the second out of the inning, and that is the fourth strikeout by my count from Devin Turbright. Two outs now for J.T. Mabry. Mabry, two for two today, has a hot day going. First pitch to him. In there for a strike, and it's 0-1. Nice crowd enjoying what is now sunshine again. Mabry, three for three as he pokes one through the left side. And for the Blue Raiders, that is their sixth hit of the day. And Mason Spears, the Blue Raider catcher who is 0 for 2, and they have employed a shift for him twice today. Let's see what they do here. Uh, there goes the second baseman. He's yep, Garcia is going to end up right at the edge of the grass, but about eight to 10 feet left of second. Spears fouls one off to the right side. The whole right side is open for Spears and a huge gap in left center and, or in right center and down the right field line. One strike pitch low for ball one. Third baseman Gilroy, hugging the line. Shortstop McKay, equidistant between second and third. And Garcia, as we mentioned, on the third base side of second. The one-one misses, and it's two and one. Turbrack to the plate, ground ball to the left side. They'll go to second for one, and that's all they need. Uh, And they went the short way on the fielder's choice put out. And for Middle Tennessee, in the inning, no runs on one hit. One man left. No No errors by Western Kentucky. We head on to inning number six. It's It's still 4-2 to Hilltoppers Hilltoppers on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
7: You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS.
6: 4-2, Western Kentucky leading as we head to the sixth inning. And Mr. Palmer, you always have some interesting tidbits there. This is from April the 2nd,
0: 1931, Chip. This was thought by some to be a belated April Fool's Day hoax, but the Chattanooga Lookouts brought in a relief pitcher named Jackie Mitchell, a 17-year-old girl who struck out Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig in the first inning of an exhibition game in Chattanooga. According to legend, Commissioner Kennesaw Mountain Landis pointed the teenager's professional contract declaring women were unfit to play baseball
6: as the game is too strenuous. Well, how do you think that would work out for him today? Not too well. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the sixth inning, and Western Kentucky has the 7 eight, nine hitters. Brett Bloomquist, the right fielder, leads things off against Jaden Ham, who came in in relief of Eric Swan, who went three innings today. Actually, Swan went four. Four, yeah, four innings. Count one ball and one strike. Bounced up there, and Bloomquist has a 2-1 count. Ham to the plate. Ball hit in the air. Sanders coming in, but will not be able to get there to make the catch. That'll fall in for a leadoff single. And that will be hit number seven
18: for Western.
6: Center fielder Ty Crittenberger to the plate. Four to two, Western Kentucky. There's a pitch that was outside, but Spears able to spear it. And keep it in play, 1-0. Well, you know what's going on in Mr. Jordan Ham's hometown of Columbia today?
0: It's, it's not Mule
6: Day, is it? <laughs> yes, it is. Really? It is Mule Day. All right. After two-year absence due to COVID, back in full force this year. And from the pictures and videos I've seen, uh, I was actually down there last night, but today was the big day with the parade and all that looked like that. Uh, every, the uh, fans for the parade and all were back out in force, which that's good. One ball and no strikes on Crittenberger. Pitch misses. It's 2-0. and
0: You think the Mules missed that, uh, that event the last two years? I'm sure they've been lamenting
6: for, <laughs> for, for a bit. They may have brayed a little louder today. There's a pitch foul back and over the top of the, s- the press box. Our uh, chairman of the Board of Trust, Mr. Steve Smith, uh, have, I need to he was planning on riding in the parade again today. He, he is a, 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 an annual participant. 2-1 delivery, swing and a miss for a strike, and it's 2-2. Two two. I'd like to thank Ms. Hannah for the goodies once again. Runner at first, nobody out, top of the sixth inning. Ham to the plate, upstairs, three and two. So he has worked the count full. Keeping an eye on Brett Bloomquist at first. Pitch inside is ball four. And Crittenberger walks. So the first two men have reached here in the sixth inning. Second walk given up by Jaden Hammond the sixth walk of the day by Blue Raider pitching, and timeout is called. And on comes Jerry Myers, the Blue Raider pitching coach. Lightning's locker
0: room is powered by... Textbook Brokers, and is the place to get your Blue Raider gear. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or at their Greenland Drive location. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider, powered
6: by Textbook Brokers. We can see their Greenland Drive location from our perch here high atop the stadium at Ree Smith Field, and they also have their stadium location open today and saw a young lady... uh, who appeared to be two or less, got her first lightning doll downstairs today on my way up. Her dad said, got to have one of these. Go. Brody McKay, the shortstop, with runners at first and second and no outs. Pretty big situation right here for Jaden Ham. He steps off and looks the runner back at second. That move was intended to get the batter to
0: show whether he was going to bunt or not. He... Did not show anything.
6: They looked the runner back again. Now the batter McKay will dig in, awaiting his first pitch. Ham outside. Ball one. Spears tried to frame that pitch into the zone, but the umpire was not buying it. One zero count. Ham to the plate, swing at a miss at some high heat, and even up now at one ball and one strike.
19: You
0: know this would this is a, a perfect bunt situation, but apparently Western Kentucky is
6: going against the book. They're trying to get some more runs on the board. They're trying to play for a big inning with nobody out. Pitch outside, it's two and one. And Blue Raider pitchers have just struggled to find the strike zone today. Two balls and a strike. Bloomquist at second, Crittenberger at first. Lopez snuck in behind the runner. They go, swing and a miss. The throw to third is out there. Strike him out, throw him out, double play. 2-3 on the caught stealing of Bloomquist.
0: Chip, I think that was only strike
6: two on the batter. You're correct. You are correct, but one out in the inning. He was out by 20 feet. So two and two. Still a runner at second with one out. Pitch comes outside and even up now at two. Great throw by Spears down there. And the runner had a jump on it. They were trying to play hit and run. Another 3-2 count. Swing and a miss there. And I was just two pitches early on (laughs) McKay's strikeout. But down he goes for out number two. And... Strikeout number five for Blue Raider pitching today. And back to the top of the order in Tristan Garcia.
0: And now if I'm coaching, I'm saying, boy, I wonder if I shouldn't
6: have bunted there. (laughs) (laughs) Garcia hitting 337. Strike call there. He is 0 for 3 and has scored a run today. Reached on a fielder's choice in the third. Strike two called on the outside part of the plate 0 and 2. Ham has come back strong with a bit of confidence here. Trying to get out of the top of the sixth. The 0-2 is fouled back and Garcia got a late start on that. But just tried to keep it alive and keep his at-bat going and he does with a two-strike count. Boy, what an open stance he has. The 0-2 misses outside and it's 1-2. You mentioned the confidence factor. Sometimes it
0: just takes something like that out at uh, third base to build up a pitcher's uh, confidence and help him get out of an inning.
6: One ball and two strikes. Jaden Ham to the plate, swing and a miss and struck him out. And that'll do it for the toppers in the sixth inning. They had no runs on one hit, one man left and there were no Blue Raider errors. Bottom of the six coming up, still Western Kentucky four, Middle Tennessee two on the Blue Raider network from Learfield.
3: Woo, got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game.
2: Hello,
11: you must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. Uh, Sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield.
12: SyncMyGame.com?
11: SyncMyGame.com.
7: The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna.
6: Head to the bottom of the sixth inning at Reese Smith Field. Middle Tennessee trailing 4-2 to Western Kentucky. Devin Turbrack has gone five innings for the Hilltoppers, and as Dick mentioned, went seven innings in a start against the Blue Raiders a year ago up in Bowling Green. It'll be Jackson Galloway leading things off for middle. First pitch misses for ball one. Shadows starting to creep in and left field as the football stadium. As the sun starts to get behind the football stadium. Here's a ball hit to center field. Ranging over and making the catch is Krittenberger, the center fielder. So one out. Bottom of the sixth for designated hitter Bryson Thomas. Chip Turbrack's last two starts against Charlotte two weeks ago. He
0: went four and a third, gave up seven runs and took a loss and against Southern Miss last weekend went only two and a third, gave up nine runs, nine hits and took the loss there.
6: He's bounced back today and right now would be the winning pitcher in today's game. Now facing Bryson Thomas, Thomas takes a strike and swings and misses at the next offering and Thomas in an 0-2 hole. You're mentioning Murray County. Thomas played at Spring Hill High School for Paul Lamb. Pitch upstairs and it's one and two. turbrack working very quickly. Strike three called and down goes Thomas and he knew it. Got crossed up. That's five strikeouts now for Turbrack. and two outs and nobody on for middle. And first baseman Jacob Williams to the plate. Big uh, part of winning is not walking batters.
0: Turbrack hasn't walked a batter today. Raider pitchers have walked six.
6: And that shows up. First pitch to Williams in for a strike back with a swinging strike and it's 0-2 and turbrack really working quickly as Williams stepped out of the box now has to get back in there with an 0-2 count pitch to him swing at a high fastball and he goes down two strikeouts in the inning for turbrack in middle nothing doing in the six no runs hits or errors Nobody left the six inning totals for Western Kentucky, four runs, seven hits, one error. They have left four, six, seven men on base. Middle Tennessee, two runs on six hits, no errors. The Blue Raiders have left one, two, three, four, five runners on base. So after six, it's four to two Western, back to Reece Smith Field after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
4: hey blue raider fans this is brad hopkins with exit realty bob lamb and associates Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more.
7: The flagship station for Blue Raider sports, WGNS.
6: 4-2 Western Kentucky as we head to the top of inning number seven on this Saturday afternoon. And to take you home, here's the old pro, Dick Palmer. On you know, the seventh inning, and Jaden Ham has been
0: pitching in and out of trouble since he came in from the bullpen to start the fifth inning. Uh, but he has uh, knuckled down and gotten them out the last couple of innings. First pitch coming to Bodicich is fouled away for strike one. Last inning, he gave up a hit and a walk to the first two batters, but then the Raiders uh, catcher threw the runner out at third, and we got out of the inning with no run scored. Next pitch fouled away. Oh, the on-deck batter made a one-hand stab of that foul ball.
6: And nonchalantly tossed it back over to the Blue Raider dugout. Well, I heard two noises one off the bat, and the second noise I think was right off of Mason Spears, the top of his noggin. Two strikes, the count.
0: As Ham delivers the pitch, it is swung out and missed. Strike three. That's uh, three straight strikeouts for Jaden Ham. First Vision Bank is a proud partner of MTSU Athletics, the official strikeout partner this season. Don't strike out on your banking services. First Division Bank, providing more power to your business. One out in the seventh. Ham picks up his fourth strikeout. And a swing and a miss by Gilroy. So Jaden has uh, been in a groove, Chip, for the last three batters. Three consecutive strikeouts, and now he's ahead of Gilroy. One strike. Right-hander delivers off-speed pitch comes in high. One ball and one strike.
6: Four-two. Western leading in the seventh. You know, we mentioned back in the in the in the sixth there was there was a point there right after a walk where it it seemed to the switch just turned all hit to Lopez on one hop. And to throw to first in time, four out number two. Now, I mentioned at the time that the next batter struck out, and it was if he had gotten a a boost of confidence.
0: Sometimes it just takes one little thing to change your mindset. Two outs in the seventh inning. Here's Delaney. He has walked twice. And has struck out. There's a strike call, nothing and one. So pretty curveball. Ham getting ahead of the hitters. Got the strikeout pitch working. Pitch to Delaney, swing and a miss, and it's 0 and 2. Two outs here in the seventh inning. Ball one is outside. One ball, two strikes. Ham with a pitch and he struck him out. Two strikeouts in the inning. Three up and three down in the seventh. That is five strikeouts in three innings now for Jaden Ham. As we go to the seventh inning stretch, it is Western Kentucky 4, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
14: Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities.
6: Welcome back to Reese Smith Field, 4-2 the Blue Raiders trail. The Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky as we head to the bottom of inning number seven. We just had the seventh inning stretch and the singing of God Bless America. Had an excellent uh, national anthem today, by the way, with a young lady who was, had won the uh, Miss Music Row pageant. So always a good to get off on a good foot like that. Checking some scores right now in Conference USA. FAU has beaten Rice six to five. Louisiana Tech leading Southern Miss four to two. That is, oh, that's a final as well. Top of the ninth, UAB leads Marshall three to two. Top of the sixth, it's Charlotte over UTSA seven nothing. And top of the first, Old Dominion and FIU are scoreless. Leading off
0: for the Raiders in the seventh inning. Brett Coker takes the first pitch low for ball one. As Turbrack delivers a swing and a miss, one and one. Louisiana Tech and Southern Miss uh, will now be tied on top of the league. The pitch is just low. Southern Miss won yesterday's game. La Tech wins today four to two, so they're both... Now six and two in league play. Coker hits one on a line. Wow, that is caught by Garcia. That is an outstanding defensive play. Garcia going to his right, stuck the glove out.
6: And that is out number one. He went as far as he could go, as fast as he could go. Stretched out as far as he could and he made a great play. So here's Nathan Sanders, who is struck out and grounded out.
0: Takes a strike, nothing and one, from Devin turbrack. The left-hander's gone all the way for the Hilltoppers. Swing and a smash to first, fielded there by McAuliffe. He'll make the play unassisted. Four out number two. So quickly, two up and two down here in the seventh inning. And the number nine hitter,
6: Brian Dillingham, will step in. All right, Mr. Palmer, we have to get your picks. Uh, Final four gets underway here in the next 10 minutes, and the first game will be Villanova and Kansas. And Kansas, a four-point favorite. Yes,
0: I'm picking Villanova and Duke. Are you?
6: To play the championship game. Kind of be
0: a storybook finish uh, if Duke wins it,
6: wouldn't it? I would really, really like to pick Villanova, but the injury to their point guard is, you know, this will be their first game back without him. And so I'm afraid Kansas might have a little too much.
0: Bouncing ball to second. Easier play for Garcia, and he retires Dillingham, and the Raiders go down in the seventh inning with nothing across. No runs, no hits, nobody left. We have completed seven full innings of play. It is Western Kentucky 4, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
7: The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro, Smyrna.
0: We take you into the eighth inning with Western Kentucky leading by a score of four to two. And before their first batter stands in, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball.
7: The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports news radio, WGNS, Murfreesboro Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. This is Brian
0: McAuliffe, first baseman, as uh, Jaden Ham ready to pitch, and the first pitch misses outside ball one. McAuliffe has struck out
6: twice and hit back to the mound. Well, Ham and in- had a tough situation in the fifth, but got out of it. And has kind of caught fire here in the last inning or so. He's gone four innings, given up only two hits, two walks, and struck out five. Which is swung on and fouled. And the count will go to
0: two and one on McAuliffe. McAuliffe, <clears throat> Leonette, and Blomquist here in the eighth inning. Blowing inside. The count will go three and one now to McAuliffe. Western scored on a home run by Lynette in the second inning. Got another in the third and two in the fourth. And there is ball four to McAuliffe. Ham needs to revert to his form in the seventh (laughs) inning. That's the third walk he's allowed.
6: But the big thing is that seven walks now for Blue Raider pitching. Here is Leonette. Solo home run in the
0: second. Walked and scored in the fourth. Grounded out. There's a ball off Brett
6: Coker. And is that going to be an error, Chip? I think that's going to be an infield hit. But... We'll wait and see. It's going to be an infield hit, yes.
17: Left number 16, Brett Blomquist.
0: So for Leonette that will be his second hit of the game. Third hit off Ham. And here's Blomquist. First and second, no out. Same situation they had two innings ago. And again, they, <laughs> Ham will turn and look to second, see if the batter will give himself away, but uh, he did not. Coker playing close to the bag at third, the pitch. Swinging and fouling it off is Blomquist.
6: And by the way, those clouds that were here a little while ago, they are gone. It is a Blue Raider blue sky. Sunshine is back. Just in time to get your eyes over there. That's correct. I'm trying to
0: get myself in the right position. One strike to count. Pitch taken high. One ball, one strike. <clears throat> Blumquist. playing left field today uh, for the first time since in his college career, I understand. He was at third base yesterday. Here's the 1 1 pitch. Uh, nice breaking ball right in there for a strike. One
6: and two. Well, besides the weather, we've got things blooming. Have you had, uh, have your allergies been this week? Uh, not too bad. It's uh, – I was told by – Oh, that one hit him right on top of the head. Yep. Ooh. It was a breaking pitch that didn't break.
0: So now Ham has gotten himself in a peck of trouble. With the base is loaded and nobody out.
6: So what were you told about the allergies? Well, the – you know, we've had our little cold snap, which we uh, in the south call winters. And it is Red Bud Winter. Uh I was told that from someone who is an agronomist and knows that kind of thing. Here's Krittenberger and takes a strike call, nothing
0: in one. Bases loaded with no outs. The infield is not pulled in. First baseman is playing in front of the runner, but the third baseman, shortstop, second baseman all back. And Krittenberger swings
6: through this. Well, I think he foul-tipped it and this has happened very quickly to get the bases loaded with no outs. Two strikes the count.
0: Ham could really use a strike out here. And the pitch to the plate, bouncing ball. They go to second, out there, and no throw, and a run will score. The ball hit very slowly. I don't think they had a chance for a double play. Coming in to score was McAuliffe from third base. That will make it a five to two game. Leonette over to third and Bloomquist out at second from Baybury to Lopez. And Crittenberger now on the fielder's choice is at first. So you've got first and third. And coach uh, Tolman is out of the dugout
6: discussing something with the umpire. I think he's talking about the runner going in hard at second and not allowing a throw. And that's the area he's pointing in that the the runner came in and took Fausto Lopez out of the play. Well, he's right in one thing. There was no throw. Correct.
0: That ball was hit very slowly and Raiders did get the out at second, but the run came in to score Coach Tolman wants a double play called, I think. Now he's on one side of the white line, halfway between home and first. The umpire's on the other side. The umpire just turns and walks away. So now we've got first and third, one out, with a run in, and the batter is McKay. Freshman shortstop struck out in the sixth inning against Ham. Raider infield looking for the ground ball that they can get two for one. Ham out of the stretch and throws to first, and just back in there is Crittenberger. Fairly close play at
6: first base. Yeah, pretty good move by Ham. Especially for a right-hander to throw over there. Out of the stretch, another throw to first.
0: Well, one thing you can say for Jaden, he does not lob the ball to first base.
6: No, he does not. That throw had some steam on it.
0: Now the pitch to the plate is just outside for ball one. Crittenberger, the runner at first. Leonette at third, one out. A run in, Western leading five to two in the top of the eighth inning. Another throw to first. That one was a little high. Runner ducked back in there and plenty of time. Here's Ham pitching to the plate, and up high, ball two. Two balls, no strikes to McKay. Matting from the left side, swinging a foul back to the screen. Count will go to two and one.
6: Blue Raiders can't really afford to give up anything else right here. They only have six outs of their own to try to score the runs they need to get back in it. Right now it's three, and you hope that it's no more than that. Throw to first, runner back again.
0: Raiders in a log jam in the conference standing, several teams at four and three. There's the ball, three outside, three and one. UAB Charlotte, Florida Atlantic, Middle Tennessee, all four and three coming into play today in Conference USA. Three and one, the count. A swing and a miss. The runner goes. Throw to second. Throw back to the plate. He is going to be out. The, tried the double steal, the delayed steal. Spears through to second. And Lopez... Did not even try to apply the tag to the runner coming down. Immediately threw back to the plate as the runner at third broke for the plate. He was out by a couple of feet. So six to two. And now you've got a full count. The runner, Krittenberger, is at second base. Now two outs. And a full count on McKay. And there's ball four up high. Well, that's the fourth walk allowed by Jaden Ham since coming in to start the fifth inning. But he has struck out five, allowed only three hits. Now here's Garcia. Garcia's put the ball in play every time he's been at bat and uh, has not had a hit yet. One in the pitch outside, ball one. Runners first and second. One ball, no strikes to Garcia. Jaden Ham with the pitch outside and high, ball two. Ham struck him out in the sixth inning. One run has scored. The Raider defense has, pretty tight today and Western Kentucky's left some runs on the table but they have enough right now for a three-run lead with just two innings to play two balls and no strikes spears with a quick visit to the mound now back behind the plate to count two and zero oh to Garcia Ham with the pitch right in there for a strike, two and one. Raiders will have the top of the batting order coming up in the bottom of the eighth inning. A swing and a miss. Two and two now to Garcia. Ham with a 2-2 pitch. Poked foul out of play to the left side. Count
6: holds at two balls, two strikes. That one hit the far end of the screen and ended up back out uh, on the field of play.
0: Another 2-2 pitch coming from Jaden Ham. and it's hit up the middle for a base hit. That's gonna score a run. Sanders feels it quickly and gets it in, but the Hilltoppers now have a six to two lead. Garcia hit it right up the
6: middle. And he's a bat that you don't hold him down forever. And the Raiders have had success with him today, but Garcia got his first hit and drove in a run to extend the lead.
0: Hitter, nine, second run, fourth hit off Jaden Ham. And still two outs, runners first and second. Batter is Bodicic, left handed hitter. Ham with the pitch, swing and a miss, strike one. It is six to two, Western Kentucky. The Raiders are going to have to rally. And the pitch, to the plate is swung on and foul tipped. Nothing into the count. There's some milling around out there in the Western bullpen. I I wouldn't be surprised to see them come in with a with a pitcher next inning. A swing and a foul. And they've got a very good closer who uh, we saw last year in Mason Vineyard. Pitch down low, blocked by Spears. One ball, two strikes to Vodisic. He today has a single in four trips and with the pitch check
6: swing and down stairs for ball 2 2 and 2 yeah they didn't even check the third base umpire who's now in position between second and third on the infield grass right-handed delivers pretty good looking pitch wow called a ball 3 and 2 That brought some oohs and ahs from the stands. Spears the catcher, moving some
0: of his defenders over a little bit. Full count now, three and two. The runners will be off with the pitch. And now Ham turns and looks them back to first and second. right-hander comes set there go the runners swinging a foul they'll go back we'll do it all over again first base coach has his arms full of uh, shin guards and various things that the batters have taken off as they go to first he needs a uh, laundry basket down there he
6: does he's got plenty of stuff
0: Three and two, we'll come back with another pitch. The runners go, Swinging a ground ball to Mabry. Up with it, over to first, and the inning is over. That will end the eighth inning, but not before the Hilltoppers come up with two more runs. There, was, there were two hits, two men left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth inning. The Raiders need to rally. Top of the batting order coming up on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
7: The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. And we go to the bottom of the
0: eighth inning. Raiders trailing 6-2. to Needs some activity on the base paths. Fausto Lopez will lead it off. Top of the batting order. He is one for three. Doubled and scored in the third inning. Struck out in the fifth. Turbrack's first pitch. Swung on and foul tipped at the plate. Turborek has retired the side in order in the sixth and seventh. He's retired seven batters in a row since Mabry's single back in the fifth inning. Pitch misses inside, one and one.
6: Coach Jim Toman has come out of the dugout and standing out in front of the barrier, stalking out there, trying to drum up some offense. Fitch fouled out of play by Lopez. One ball and two
0: strikes. They swing around to the right. Right fielder's playing very shallow in right field. Pitch hit the dirt, bounds back to the backstop, and the count goes to two and two. He must not have seen Fausto hit that home run to right field
6: in Cookville the other night. Well, it had about a 20-mile-an-hour breeze behind it, but uh, he got it out of there. Pitch high, ball three, and
0: now the count is full to the Raiders' leadoff batter here in the eighth inning. Lopez will be followed by Mabry and Spears. Ball four is inside, and he has walked the leadoff man. And, Chip, that is the first walk Tobrak has allowed in this
6: game. Well, we know what kind of problems they can cause when our pitchers allow them. And, you know, when you lead, give up that extra at bat, especially a leadoff walk like that, it's, it's, it's typically trouble. And the Raiders are going to try to make sure that it is. Raiders have had only six hits today. Mabry's had three of them. And he fouls this one
0: out of play on the first pitch from the left-hander, Turbrack. One strike, the count. Mabry singled in the first, doubled in the third, singled in the fifth. Two of those hits to right field, one to left. Ooh. Swung on, and that one is hit high and deep in the left field and will oh. be caught on the warning track by the left fielder, Blumquist who's playing out there for the first time in his college career.
6: That was more of a line drive. It was a line drive, and It looked like it had a chance when it came off the bat. And, you know, he had to make a running catch on the track, so it was hit pretty well. Here's Spears. The last two trips to the plate, Spears has hit
0: the ball to the shortstop into that shift. Takes the pitch inside for ball one. I'm sorry, did they call it? Called out a strike, I think. One strike. Caught the inside corner, I guess. Lopez leads it first. That pitch hit high in the air into shallow right field. Right fielder coming on and fights the sun and makes the catch for out number two. Well, Spears didn't hit it into the ship that time. That's but correct. Got up <laughs> under it. And that's the second out in the eighth inning. Bring up Jackson Galloway. Has doubled, fly to left, fly to center. Wyatt Morgan has picked up a bat. He's in the on-deck circle and would hit for Bryson Thomas. pitch the plate as the runner goes low and the throw to second base and i think they've got him yep lopez out at second as garcia makes the tag and that's going to end the raider eighth inning raiders trying to get something going but catcher leonette gunned him down and that is all in the eighth no runs no hits nobody left we will move to the ninth inning Western Kentucky 6, Middle Tennessee 2, on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
12: Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous.
5: I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything.
12: Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness.
13: Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615 896 5656 five, or you can reach me at ExitMurphysboro.com Let's go Blue and I'll see you at the game.
7: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports.
0: Throw goes down to second as we take you into the ninth inning with Western Kentucky holding a 6-2 lead over the Blue Raiders. Jaden Ham remains in the game. And he will pitch to Gilroy, Delaney, McAuliffe, three, four, and five hitters in the western ninth inning. Here's Gilroy, a left handed batter. And Ham's first pitch to him is hit high in the air into left center. Coming on is Galloway, and he'll make the grab for out number one. Gilroy, after the first pitch, flies to left field. And the batter will be Andrew Delaney, who has struck out twice and walked twice. I
12: number 35, Andrew Delaney.
0: One out, base is empty in the ninth. Pitch in for a strike, nothing and one. Delaney, big right-handed batter against Jaden Hamm. Pitch sails high and outside. One ball, one strike. And There's a pitch low for ball two. Two and one. Eric Swan started for the Raiders. Went four innings. Allowed four runs, five hits. And that ball hit in the air into shallow center field. Coming in. Sanders, but it's going to be Fausto Lopez, the shortstop, moving out, and he will make the catch for out number two. So Swan will be the losing pitcher unless the Raiders can come back in the ninth inning and tie this thing or win it. That's one good thing about being the home team. You always have a chance in the bottom of the ninth inning if you're behind. Here's McAuliffe. Misses the knees, that first pitch for ball one. McAuliffe has struck out twice, walked and bounced back to the mound. Left handed hitter in the pitch swung on. That one's hit high in the air to right. Dillingham way back on the track and that one is gonna clear the fence into the trees for a solo home run for McAuliffe. And that would be his fourth of the season. And we'll put Western Kentucky up now by five runs. And that is uh, kind of a magic number. Yeah, it is. That would, that would prevent a grand
6: slam home run from tying the game. As we talk about so many times in basketball, Dick, that makes it a two-possession lead now, doesn't it? No doubt. Pitches outside
0: to Leonette for ball one. He had a home run, solo home run in the second inning. So it is seven to two. Pitch fouled out of play.
6: On ball, one strike. Well, speaking of basketball, rode that wave all the way through March with both teams. The the ladies, what a what a valiant effort they had. Thursday night. There's a foul to the screen. What a great atmosphere at the Murphy Center. It was. And what a year. I mean, between the two teams, 53 wins between the two of them. And, and only one loss at home. One loss at home in, two the, years, in the
0: whole year. The last game. Yep. One ball, two strikes to Leonette. Ham with
6: the pitch. Just missed outside, two and two. Just says when season tickets go on sale, you better get them. You get your money's worth at home. No no doubt about that.
0: Leonard asks for time, steps out of the box. No, he didn't ask for time. The home plate umpire had something to say to the Raider bench after that last pitch. Now the pitch, the plate, check swing, strike three called. The inning is over. So if that is all in the ninth. One run, one hit on the solo home run. Nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the ninth. Western Kentucky seven, Middle Tennessee two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
5: Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better. Oh yeah, it's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Ah.
7: You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. Dick Palmer, Chip Walters
0: with you from Reese Field. We'll go to the bottom of the ninth inning. Western Kentucky leading Middle Tennessee 7-2. And the Raiders, who have not had a base hit since the fifth inning against the left-hander, Devin turbrack will try to make some noise here in the bottom of the ninth and keep this game alive. It will be Galloway, Thomas, and Williams, the scheduled hitters for Middle Tennessee as the throw goes down to second. Coach Jordan Getzelman takes his Spot in the third base coach's box looks for some business down there. Yep, here's
6: Galloway. Say Turbrack has gotten better as the game has gone along today, and trying to get a complete game, trying to help Western Kentucky break a long losing streak that they've been endured enduring for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, they've lost eight in
0: a row. Pitch outside in the dirt for ball one to Galloway. Wyatt Morgan uh, is in the on-deck circle and will probably hit in Bryson Thomas spot. That's the DH scheduled next. Pitch to the plate. And they're at the letters for a call strike. One and one to Galloway. Bottom of the ninth inning and the Raiders need five to tie. Six to win. Breaking ball, breaking over the heart of the plate. One ball and two strikes. Here's the left-hander's pitch. Swung on, a base hit to right-center field. May go all the way to the wall. Nope, they're going to cut it off. That'll be a long single for Galloway. He is at first base with nobody out. That is hit number seven for the Raiders, and the first hit since Mabry singled in the fifth inning. And this will be Wyatt Morgan to hit for Thomas as the DH. A left-handed hitter against the left-hander Turbrack out of Lonexa, Kansas. A newcomer to the Raiders this year. First baseman by trade. Stands in with nobody out and a runner at first.
6: Pitch misses outside for ball one. A little soft tossing going on in the Western Kentucky bullpen. Check of the runner in the pitch.
0: Check swing and the home plate umpire said he went one and one. Mason McLeod in the on-deck circle. He would apparently hit for Caleb Williams. Swing and a miss. Count will go to one and two on Morgan. Galloway leads it first. Pitch missed Mm. outside. Ball two. That was close. Two balls and two strikes. Swinging a ground ball, base hit, right field. First two men are on. So Coach Tobin goes against the book, puts a left-handed hitter in for a right-handed hitter. And
6: Morgan comes through with a ground single to right. Sometimes you just have a gut feeling. You're gonna have a pinch runner, Easton Snyder. Freshman from Page High School in Williamson County. So Snyder will run at first base for
0: Morgan. And Mason McLeod will stand in. Big left-handed hitter, 6'4", 205 out of Indiana. He's a first-year Blue Raider. Pitch hit last night and got a double and scored a run.
6: First and second, nobody out. McLeod 6'4, 205, a sophomore.
0: So here is Turbrack with the pitch outside. Ball one. I think they've started somebody throwing down in their bullpen. The sun's right in our eyes here, it's hard to tell. One ball, no strikes. Turbrack with the pitch. Swung on, line drive right field, and that's a base hit. Just over the first baseman's head, and the bases are loaded with nobody out. How about that? Two left-handed pinch hitters against a left-handed pitcher, and both come through with base
6: hits. Now, the Raiders can think about some things. Tying runs on deck now, but
0: We'll have a visit to the mound. See if you can see anything through the, I can't. That, that sun is bearing right down on us. I think that's a right-hander warming up. It is a right-hander. Tobrak, who has pitched brilliantly today is gonna to come out and number 44. If that is Vineyard, yes, that's their, that is their closer. So Vineyard coming in, we've got a pitching change. We'll take a break, be back to tell you about the new pitcher after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
7: The Blue Raiders play here, WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Right-hander Mason Vineyard,
0: making his 12th appearance, has four saves on the season. Two and one record and a 5.93 earned run average. He has not given up a home run, opponents hitting 339 against him. And last year, Chip, he came in to relieve Turbreck in a seven-inning game in the uh, top of the seventh, and the Raiders picked up a couple of runs, but uh, I think Turbrek only was charged with one of them. And Western won that game five to four. So he's on here with the bases loaded and nobody out.
6: Well, Raiders have it; they've given themselves a chance. You know. And the, the thing is, they have stayed within themselves, these first three batters, just kind of taking what was given given them. You had single, single, single. You can't go up there, down five, trying to hit a five-run homer. And uh, now you'd like to get a couple extra base hits here now with the bases juiced. Gabe Jennings
0: is running for cloud at first base. We've also got a Snyder, a pinch runner in. And at third is Galloway, and the batter is Brett Coker, who's looking for his first hit today. Benyard, the right-hander. He's there closer and a swing and a miss. Nothing in one. These runners have to realize that none of the three is the tying run. Correct. Tying run is still somewhere in the dugout. One strike to count to Coker. Swing and a bouncing ball in the hole, picked up at the third baseman, over to second for the force play. A run will score, but they get a precious out at second base as Jennings is retired on the force play, third to second. That's the first out. Coming in to score Galloway. Coker gets an RBI for that. Snyder
6: goes to third. Coker at first, one out. <laughs> and Galloway's run charged to Turbrack. Correct. Here's
0: Sanders. Nathan fouls the first pitch away, one strike. Hitting hero of last night's game, 0 for 3 today. Left handed batter against the right hander, Vineyard. Came in in a tough spot with the bases loaded, but a five-run lead, which is now four. Seven to three. Pitches outside. One ball, one strike to Sanders. Here's the pitch to the plate. we're going a miss. One and two. We've got Nagishi. A left handed batter in the on deck circle. He will hit for Dillingham. Inside in the dirt, blocked by the catcher, Leonette. Two balls and two strikes. Raiders down seven to three in the bottom of the ninth with one out. Base runners at first and third. Two and two, the count to Sanders. Here's the right-hander's pitch. Strike three, call. Caught the inside corner for out number two. So this is Nagishi. Played first base last night. Did not start today because the left-hander was pitching. Nagishi had two hits. Scored three runs last night. And he is the last hope for the Blue Raiders here with two outs in the ninth inning. Trailing seven to three. Swing and a foul. Off the catcher's mitt. One strike to count. Still
6: a four run deficit Yeah, situation didn't change. You just have one less out to do it with. Nagishi takes outside, one and one.
0: Left-handed hitter stands in against the right-hander, Benyard, who comes set, and the pitch outside, four ball two. Two balls and a strike. Fausto Lopez hoping to get a chance to hit her in the ninth inning. Waiting on deck. Two balls and a strike. Pitch is high. Ball three. Now this is interesting. If Nagishi walks, that would bring the tying run to the plate. Correct. Three and one. Swung on, ball hit the center field. That was gonna be caught by Krittenberger and that will end the game. Nagishi flies out and that is all in the night. The Raiders do come up with a run on three hits. Two men left on base. And the final score, Western Kentucky 7 and Middle Tennessee 3. Stay with us. Uh, our postgame show comes your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
4: Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit BradHopkinsHomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more.
3: This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue
7: Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium.
0: Welcome back to our Blue Raider game show as Middle Tennessee falls to Western Kentucky in The second game of this three game series, a score of seven to three. Western Kentucky got out uh, in front early with a solo home run in the second inning from their catcher, Ricardo Leonette. That was his first uh, home run for the Hilltoppers, and it was one to nothing after two. Then in the third inning, they added another run off the Raiders starter, Eric Swan, run scoring on a uh, passed ball. And that made it two to nothing. The Raiders came back to tie the game in the bottom of the third inning on uh, a single by Dillingham and back-to-back doubles by Fausto Lopez and J.T. Mabry, and it was two to two after three. Western quickly went ahead with two runs in the fourth inning and led four to two. And the Raiders pitcher. Eric Swan was lifted after the fourth inning. So four to two, fifth and sixth innings, and the seventh inning all scoreless. Jaden Ham came out of the bullpen, did a good job, until Western was able to get to him for two runs in the eighth and a single run in the ninth to make it a seven to two game. And the Raiders picked up a run in the bottom of the ninth as uh, Turberak, the left-hander, finally ran out of gas, and they brought in their closer vineyard Closed it out. Raiders uh, picked up one run, and seven to three, your final score. So the Raiders chip just uh, ran into some good pitching
6: today, and and really couldn't uh, get started against this left-hander. Never could. Got the game tied at two, and you know, that came uh, in the th- bottom of the third inning. But you know, I think the key point that happened right there was Western came back and immediately scored two runs to retake a, a four to two lead. And at that point, Turbrack had a good deal of confidence and he just got better and better and better until they brought Vineyard in, in the ninth inning after uh, he just, as you mentioned, just kind of ran out of gas. And and for the blue Raiders, you know, Eric Swan just kind of, he, he kind of fought himself all day. Uh, Jaden Ham came in, uh, got out of some trouble in his first inning of work. And I thought he got better until, uh, Until they uh, touched him up uh, for a couple of runs in the eighth inning. So the Raiders uh,
0: in losing fall to 12 and 14. They are now 4 and 4 in Conference USA. And Western breaks an eight game losing streak. They go to 10 and 16. They are now 2 and 6 in conference play. We'll go down on the field shortly to uh, get some comments from Blue Raider head coach Jim Tolman. Right now we'll take a break. Back as our post game show continues on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
15: You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection.
7: The flagship station for Blue Raider sports, WGNS.
5: All right, Coach Toman, uh, you had a rally there uh, late in the game, but uh, tough finish to this one. Uh, you fall in game two. Uh, what are you taking away from this one?
18: Well, you give Western Kentucky credit. They've been struggling a little bit, and uh, they out-hit us, and uh, they out-pitched us. We played pretty good defense. We threw a guy out at third twice, threw a guy out at home. They might have had more more runs than they ended up, but uh, we played pretty good defense. We just didn't pitch it good enough nor hit it good enough. Uh, early on in the, I think it was the third inning, we, we scored some runs, but we didn't do much between the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth until the ninth when we had a little bit of rally. And If we bloop one in and hit one out, it's tied, so we're not too far off, but Pitcher credit, uh, his key was the only walk one guy. Uh, our pitchers walked eight. Uh, you don't win too many games when you walk eight guys. So that was uh, the difference in the game was their pitcher walked one and we walked eight.
5: The good news is you get to come back tomorrow and chance to win the series. Uh, how do you put this one aside and move on to tomorrow?
18: Well, I told the players, flush it, go get some rest. And uh, be ready to go tomorrow. I'll be the one worrying about this game tonight. But I told them to flush it, don't no worry, and say you gotta we gotta find out who the toughest team is tomorrow and it's very important to win, especially it come the end of the year, you're trying to get into the tournament and it usually goes there's usually three, four teams tied for that six, seven, eight, nine, ten spots, uh or one, two, three, four, five, whatever. Uh we have the tiebreaker over UAB, but old Dominion has it over us, so we win tomorrow, that gives us another tiebreaker and puts us in a pretty good you know. So, very important game tomorrow, and the players know that. I don't want to put any pressure on them, but I told them to come ready to play.
17: All right, thank you, Coach.
18: All right, thanks. All right, and thank
0: you, Carson. Carson Herbert down on the field with Coach Jim Tolman as the Raiders fall to Western Kentucky here by a score of 7-3. to We'll take uh, a final break here and be back to wrap it up for you on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
9: The Blue Raiders on News
7: Radio WGNS. And welcome back for the final time
0: as Western wins the second game of the series, 7 3 over Middle Tennessee. The final uh, line score for the Hilltoppers seven runs, 10 hits, one error. They stranded nine. Middle Tennessee, three runs, nine hits, no errors, six men left on base. The winning pitcher is uh, Turbrack, who is now 4 and 1. Eric Swan takes the loss. He is 1-4. and Vineyard gets his fifth save of the season, 425. Saw the game on a partly sunny afternoon, 2 hours and 45 minutes, the time of the game. Eric Swan started for the Raiders, went four innings, gave up five uh, hits, four runs. Three of those were earned. Walked four, struck out three. Jaden Hamm pitched the last five innings, gave up five hits, three runs, all earned. Walked four, struck out six. So the Raider pitchers with eight walks, nine strikeouts today. Turbrack, the winning pitcher, with eight innings, allowed nine hits, three runs. Uh, All of those were earned, but only one walk and six strikeouts in picking up the win. For the Raiders, uh, J.T. Mabry, three hits today and a run batted in. Two hits for Jackson Galloway, but the Raiders fell short. Western Kentucky led by Leonette. With a solo homer and a couple of hits, and Bloomquist with two hits in the game, and Western wins it by a score of seven to three. And Chip got scores of some other games. All
6: right, around the league today was uh, F I or F A U beating Rice six to five. Louisiana Tech over Southern Miss uh, four to two. That's a huge series down in Hattiesburg. U A B knocked off Marshall in Birmingham three to two. Bottom of the eight, Charlotte uh, leading at UTSA, 7-2. And in the top of the second, uh, Old Dominion with a 4-3 lead over FIU down in Miami. And that's going to just about wrap it up
0: uh, for our coverage today. We'll be back tomorrow at 1245 for the pregame show. One o'clock scheduled first pitch, Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky. And as far as I know, neither team has announced their starting pitchers for tomorrow's uh, rubber game of this three-game series, but it will be a big game for both teams. Chip, enjoyed working with you today. Good to see you again, Mr. Palmer. And we will do it again tomorrow. And uh, the Raiders hope to come out and get a series win tomorrow against their rival, the uh, Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Until tomorrow, for Chip Walters, our studio producer has been Darius White. This is Dick Palmer. Thank you so much for listening, and good afternoon from the ballpark.
7: This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.